The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. AMB Properties is Quincy's largest apartment rental company with hundreds of units available. They offer short-term and long-term rentals with one up to four bedroom apartments. AMB Properties meets the needs of its tenants with care, compassion, and a quality of service that exceeds expectations. AMB Properties also has a convenient tenant app for you to do your payments or make repair requests. Give them a call today. A&B Properties, 217-919-8080, Quincy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad, and today I have the pleasure of sitting down and speaking with a hero. I'm, that, I'm <laughs> totally I knew he, uncomfortable I knew, I knew he would hate that, so I had to say it. But, uh, of course, I'm sitting here with uh, David Adam. And, uh, David, you recently have received uh you're the recipient of an award and yes. it is a big award it not maybe not in your mind yeah. right i mean honest yeah go ahead okay anyway so it is called uh he, the award is a sunshine hero and give us just a little rundown of what uh not necessarily what a sunshine hero is but what the <laughs> sunshine what what this award well, means it's basically if you want to put it in illinois terms it's the freedom of information Act. yeah for you. and uh -huh. and uh it's just called differently in in missouri and um basically it, it's from my understanding it's an award given to people who people in the media who effectively use the Freedom of Information Act to tell a story, right? And um, and to and to uh, guarantee transparency, well, holding people accountable. Absolutely. I mean, the, the FOIA and the sunshine. Yeah. So, so when you're you know being modest and, and humble about the hero, you know you may not be saving babies from fires, but you are holding people accountable. Well, and, and I think that's that's what people need to know about what the award is. To yeah, be really, quite honest. I mean, this is this is this is a. a a group of people who are dedicated to ensuring that the sunshine law is used properly it's used effectively it's you it's and it's just used a right. lot of people don't understand it so they don't use it sure and um so i mean it's nice to be recognized for your work that's 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 great i hate the idea of the word hero that's I, i'm there was nothing heroic about what I did. Well, However, maybe not to you, right. but the story, um, and, and I know that you've utilized um, the Sunshine. Mm -hmm. Or Freedom of Information. Or FOIA, stuff, yeah. uh, you know, quite regularly. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, one of the standouts was um, the article, the work, the collaboration with um, the the parent of the Palmyra student, yeah. right? Yeah, and, re and really, if, if anybody deserves recognition, I think it's that parent. And I'm not going to bring his his name up. It's, sure. You know, I, I think anybody in Palmyra who read my work or knows about the situation, they know who he is. Um, but it was just we talked, and we had man, multiple conversations about what's going on, where to go, where to look. Um, and and he had a law background as well. Okay. So it was some that definitely helped. Sure. And um, and we're talking about the the coaching the, the, the coaching uh, the situation coaches in Palmyra, Palmyra the, the four that, coaches in Palmyra yeah. who were let go uh, from their positions after um, it was discovered through the Freedom of Information Act or the Sunshine Law request that uh, there was 
one school administrator who was using his school-issued, i.e. taxpayer-paid-for cell phone to have conversations with other coaches in which they used all kinds of derogatory yeah just yeah just you just name it yeah and and uh you know it was uh it was it was really kind of startling to to read um about that story i remembered um working with the superintendent of the palmyra school district jason harper was great he worked with me got me the information when i asked for what didn't you know he, he was awesome to work for. Yeah. And um, there was a lot of information. There, there were three or four different sets of emails and, and text messages that he sent to me. Many of them didn't have anything. Yeah. But he had called me on the, on the Friday uh, that, that he was sending this to me, and he says, I think this might have what you're looking for. Um, he says, but we're still putting it together. We've got to go through and redact names and et cetera, et cetera. So just just let me know. Well, that night I'm planning on taking the train to Chicago to go see my daughter, and I said I'm not working on this when I'm going to go see my daughter. Sure. It'll, it'll wait until Monday. So, about the time I get on the train here in Quincy around 5:30, sure enough, ding ding, here it shows up in my in my email. And you can't not look. Oh, and I, I couldn't not look, <laughs> and, and and so I'm looking at it, but I'm like, no, um, I'm. I'm not going to touch this. I'm on my way to go see my daughter. I had some other things to do. And I said, I will deal with this on Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a big windstorm that night. And I, I want to say it was like outside of Mendota. A tree fell over the tracks. And so instead of getting into Union Station at, you know, what's the train usually getting? A little left 11, for 10, 10, so, 10, yeah, 30, whatever. Yeah. Um, we sat outside Mendota for like five hours. Ugh. And so I got into the train station at like 3.45 a.m. Well, I had lots of time on my hands, yeah, sure. so I, I, I sat there the and went through it and got out the text and started writing it, and, and, and in a very bleary-eyed manner, I wrote that story sitting in a train, sitting in a, in a, uh, on, the, on the Amtrak t- mm-hmm. train outside of Mendota, Illinois, for about four hours, um, and I remembered um, when I when I I showed it, I showed it to my daughter, and and sh- and, and she was just like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know, I mean, it was, and I think that's what happened to a lot of people. Are like, I just couldn't believe that people would say those things and do those things. Adults who are that close, you know, in to close kids. proximity to kids, mm-hmm. and who are supposed to be role models, and it just goes—it's just yucky. I mean, it—it it, it, it really yeah. was. Yeah. Um, but it, again, I, I've just got to you know tip my hat to uh, uh, to the to the to the people from. There were several other people in Palmyra who were very helpful. Um, in letting me know kind of what was going on. Um, uh, it was, th- th- I think there were people there who knew there was something wrong, but they couldn't put their, put sure. their hands on it. Yeah. It, it, it took those texts to finally go, okay, now there's something here that sure. is, is we, we can write about. And, uh, but you facilitated uh, that through your knowledge of Sunshine slash FOIA, true. which I think, and, and, and that's and that is what yeah. I did. I, I really was a lot, of, very much a facilitator. Sure. And, and I also, I I should thank um, Linda Geist. Uh, I've known Linda for years. Uh, I, I'm a my, my family is originally from Monroe City, Missouri. My dad grew up in Swinky, and uh, so he, he knows everybody yeah. over there. And uh, 
I'd known Linda because her son was a football player. I'd covered high school football years ago. She was the editor of the newspaper in Monroe City, and now she works for the Missouri uh, Department of Conservation, and she sends us stuff about outdoors issues and uh, sure. things like that throughout the state. And she uh, um, had been following what we were writing and sent me a note and said, hey, I'm going to nominate you for this award, which I thought that that's very nice of you. Um, you know, it's not necessary, but thank you for your time. And, and honestly, if Linda Geist hadn't taken the time to submit that to the Sunshine folks, we wouldn't be talking today about it. So well, I'm thank glad you she did. Yeah, thank you, Linda. Um, because I know, as I said before, you're a little modest about it because I think mostly the title. Because, but I mean, it is. <laughs> it I mean, it, it I, is it, I, especially I it. to people who don't know how to use it, but rely on um, people like you to help bring these things to light. Well, I mean, I think, I think it I, is a very big deal. And I think that's you know, my brother asked me here not long ago, and he said, you know, because a lot of people in this community still remember me writing about sports for yep. years and years. Mm -hmm. And when I, uh, uh, my brother asked me, he says, how do you like what you're doing now? And I said, I kind of feel like I have a little bit more of a sense of purpose. Sure. And I'm, I'm glad that what little I did in this process helped maybe start some healing in Palmyra. And I, and I have to say last week, Palmyra, when Palmyra was, uh, lost every game last year yep. and they won their first game last year. and and I just thought you know what that's a community that really needs to heal that last sure. year was a really ugly year yeah but you had to get through all of that to get to where you are now and so that's what I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad that it helped with that yeah and that's a lot of what really we're trying to do Absolutely. here on, on on a daily basis right this is just the one that happened that someone happened to say Hey, you use the Freedom of Information Act or the Sunshine Law, and um, we want to recognize you for that. Um, but I'd like to think that we try to do that type of work all the time here. It just doesn't get recognized like we did at the state level. Well, and I, I you know, recognition is definitely not why anyone does no. a job like what you're doing. But uh, I do think that it is necessary to point out these um the extra efforts that you and everyone else here at uh, MRN, you know, the lengths that you guys yeah. go to, to bring transparency in the news to the local community. So uh, you may not consider yourself a hero, but a lot of people might. So there you go. And well, there's only three people that got this. So that makes true. it even more prestigious, right? Well, and right? the fact that there were two people from the Post-Dispatch, which is obviously the biggest newspaper in the state, right. got the other two awards. Yeah. So, yeah, this isn't a small thing. Um, I guess I just want to make sure that people understand. I know that there are still people in the Palmyra community that are not happy about the way this happened. Um, they, you know, there was a, a, a longtime trusted coach who yeah. lost his job because of this. And I think it's important to know that that's why these uh, laws are in place. Yeah. So someone just can't do that. Yeah. And that it's, 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 uh, we send out, Freedom of Information Act requests all the time. Right. And a lot of them come back and you go, oh, that's nothing. Okay, move on to the next thing. Sure. Every once in a while, you find something like this and it gets a lot of attention. Yeah, which, you know, you're going to have, you're always going to have two sides, right? Some oh, people absolutely. are going to be appreciative and some people aren't. But 
I mean, it, it, it's here for a reason, the FOIA, the sunshine. It, yeah. It's here uh, to, you know, encourage that transparency and, and hold people accountable. And other people and can I do it, too. Great. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be me. It doesn't, but not a lot of people know how to use it Absolutely. efficiently. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that's where we've done it more often. So, right. obviously, we're ones that can do that more often. But this is the type of thing. Let's be honest. The, the person who helped me the most was a regular citizen. Right, right, who right, was right. Just, who, he kind of knew, the, the, like, look, there's smoke. I just can't quite find the fire. And, right. and it was just kind of asking the right questions and talking to the right people yeah. before we finally found the fire. Enter David Adam. <laughs> Case solved. Yeah. Yeah. She already knows. She already knows how much that. that, that <laughs> He's just loving this. Uh -huh. No, but I mean, just from my personal uh, perspective, thank you. I know that this is um, probably not easy for you to accept, but thank no, you for the work no. that in you fact, continue to do. In fact, Bob's going to go accept it. Yeah, for I know. I was just going to say. So there is Bob's an award getting, ceremony. Bob's getting the free the free meal out of it, and and, and all the hosannas and pats on the back. Yeah. Good for Bob. That's right? good for him. Well, and I mean, good for Muddy River News. Yes, because I, and I, I really what I hope that this does is it shows we are. This is not something that we just do once. Yeah, this is something that we're to trying it. to do all the time. Yeah. This is not, we're not a, we're not trying to dig up dirt. We're trying to dig up the truth. Sure. Absolutely. That's, I couldn't have said it better myself. And uh, you, sir, are fantastic at it. So keep up the, uh, the strong work. And she's we appreciate playing, she's you. playing hurt today, folks. So yeah, you know, she's, you know, give her some kudos. Hey, I don't need well. kudos. Quit deflecting. You deserve the kudos. <laughs> we're giving you all the applause. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you. And uh, I appreciate you passing on in, in your acceptance speech. So thanks to the people who made this possible yeah. for you. So thank you. Excellent. All right. Uh, coming up, I sit down with Emily Kite and Sam Dolman to learn a little bit more about Teens Encounter Christ. Tower Pizza and Mexican offers a full menu of pizza, wings, and Mexican favorites. Try the shrimp tacos, fajitas, or a Jeff's special pizza. Extra sauce, pepperoni, sausage, ham, and mushrooms, all on their homemade crust. Tower Pizza and Mexican, 2701 Broadway, Quincy. A great night's sleep starts at Harvey's Furniture. Check out the large selection of complete bedroom sets. And when it comes to mattresses, we have a full selection from Bemco, Spring Air, and Chatham and Wells. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan-favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with a convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. And welcome back. Joining me now, I have Emily Kite and Sam Dolman. And you two are with uh, in, uh, Teens Encounter Christ, or what is more commonly known, especially in that uh, Teens Encounter Christ world, is tech. Right? Yes. Okay. So, um, Sam and Emily, you have been involved in tech for quite some time. Is that right? About yeah. Ten yeah. Years, yeah. About 10 years. Okay. Can you give me just a quick rundown of what it is? And I'm sure you know a lot about it, uh, <laughs> but just button it up, right? 
Yeah, so it's a, a three-day retreat held here in Quincy, and it's uh, centered around the Paschal Mystery. Um, it's for 16 to 21-year-olds, um, and we just hope that they experience Christ's love over the course of the weekend. They listen to talks and witnesses, activities, um, and it's people from all throughout the tri-state area. Um, and so they just, like I said, we, we have meetings leading up to it, um, but again, just to, for them to experience Christ's love. Excellent. So you said 10 years. I'm not going to like bust out how <laughs> yeah. old you are, but um, so you've, you've, you've had experience with it. Can you give me kind of your personal, um, maybe like your background? When did you start? What did you experience? How did it go? Yeah. So um, I grew up going to the parochial schools here in town. So I grew up hearing all about it. Um, just never was old enough. And once I hit 16, I was excited to sign up. Didn't really know what I was signing up for, but I was eager for it. Um, so I went had a great time um, and just fell in love with like the community aspect of it. Just all these like amazing young people, adults that just wanted to be there to support you and just push love into you. And so that was the kind of the reason I started coming back. But then as I got more and more involved, I, it was more of that relationship with Christ that kept coming back. But the community is definitely what brought me back the first time. Excellent. Excellent. Sam? Yeah, similar experience for me. Um, my family is part of the tech community um, growing up. I, I knew that was something that I was eventually going to be a part of. Um, when I hit 16, I um, went on my first weekend and that was happened at a time where my life was kind of in flux. I had just lost my grandpa um, and that was, that was very, uh, very tough for me. But um, when I went on my first tech weekend, it was really centered around the idea of this community being a family. And um, I, I encountered Christ that weekend. I mean, it's cliche it being in the name, but right. I truly did. And um, there was no turning back at that point. Um, I wanted to be involved as much as I could, um, have since been on 11 weekends um, in that time. Most recently, last July, being an assistant director. Um, also, just any chance I can being helping um, so other people can experience what I did my first weekend. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, facilitating kind of the fellowship. And, you know, when you're, when you're talking about people, you know, 16 to 21, there are so many changes going on in, in that time. So I think this, what you're doing with um, Teens Encounter Christ is, you know, kind of maybe even teaching people that it's okay, that, you know, they bring, um, you know, lack of experience in Christ to this area and you guys help them. Right? You help them on that journey, which I think is very, very yeah, cool. Definitely. It's definitely a space place to, like, be yourself. Not yeah. Not to worry about, like, the pressures of high school and different things. And, like, you get to figure out your relationship with, relationship with Christ without, like, all the pressures of other people, like, judging it. Absolutely. And we know that those are out there, right? Yeah. And it's, like, ever-increasing. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that this is um, becoming more and more... Um, important and necessary in people's lives. So thank you for, for helping them on their yeah. journey as well. Um, so how long has uh, Tech been in Quincy? So it's been in Quincy since 1971. Okay. Um, has been like, it's, it's a national program. So it's, we get a set of rules from this national, t national tech. And um, when it got brought to our area, we kind of just made it our own. And we've kind of, we've evolved and changed through the years, obviously. Um, but throughout the, the country, this Great River Tech community in Quincy is, is realized as one of the greater communities, um, one in numbers, but also weekends. We have six weekends a year. Um, actually, Emily and I last, just last summer were at a, a young adult workshop um, for National Tech in Chicago, and 
we got to speak with other people from other tech communities and we were kind of, or I, at least I was kind of surprised about um, some of the other communities and maybe their struggles. They only have a couple weekends a year and it's the same people that are involved. We have, like I said, six weekends a year. It's different people involved in, in each one. We have the whole tri-state area. Um, another thing I really like about tech is multi-generational. Yeah. Um, we've got, like I said, youngest to 16, but we've got people's in, people in their 70s or 80s. Um, and again, from Mount Sterling to Fort Madison to Silex, Missouri, I mean, people from all over. Yeah. Um, and me, myself, like as a, as a teenager, creating a close friendship with people my grandparents' age. Yeah. And it's, it's very special. I bet sounds outstanding and I know not that they're 70 but Bob and Ellen um <laughs> golf went into he's <laughs> giving me a choice gesture right now but they went and uh experienced a retreat or helped out mm -hmm. right on the last one yes, that you were involved observed, in um the last weekend we had observed that's what it's yes, called so yeah they, they observed the last weekend which was in July tech 340 okay. so there's been 340 tech uh retreats here wow. in Quincy um and so yeah they they got to experience that and observe it now so these weekends and these experiences, they, they, they aren't free, right? So, I mean, even, even things that, you know, that we want to say, oh, well, the church, you know, they should be doing this, right? It just, it has a cost. Unfortunately, it just, that is what it is. So how do you raise, fun, or how do, how do you get funding for these weekends to, to offer these experiences? Yeah, so the last couple of years, we haven't done a big campaign relied on our monthly giving and donors that we have along the way. Okay. But this year, we're back and we're really pushing. Um, tech needs about $34,000 to just break even this year. Wow. Um, we charge our candidates $50 to come on a weekend. They For the whole weekend? whole weekend. Wow. Two nights, stay. Lodging, weeks. food. Yeah, uh, yeah, everything. Wow. Um, and it really, it costs the program about $155 to put that on for that candidate. So we're, we're losing a significant amount sure. of time. But we find it so important that cost is never the reason that they're not going to come. So right. that's, that's why we have the need for it. So we're doing this campaign. Um, we're going to be doing a telephone. We have a, a, um, a letter coming out, all sorts of different things. And this year we're going to be really pushing to try and get, even and get the program. Okay, so if somebody wanted to donate, uh, I mean, so when you're when you're doing the letters and the like, the is it like a telethon type yes, thing? Yeah. Okay, so phonathon, yeah, phonathon. When is that happening? Uh, here this fall. Okay, uh, gonna get get phone numbers together, and we've got a, a team, a committee for this um, this going on, and it'll be sometime this fall. We don't gotcha. have a date set yet. Okay, cool. Well, you'll have to come on and give us a little more information <laughs> about that. But in the meantime, if somebody wanted to donate, where would they where would they go, or how, who would they call? Yeah, so we have a website, greatrivertech.org. Um, you can find everything on that website. Um, all the events we do, um, all of our retreat weekends, we've got six a year. We also do quest weekends, which are for 13 to 15 years. Yeah, I've heard of that. Just 24 hours. Um, they stay overnight, really fast-paced. Um, but again, to it's kind of a, the precursor to tech. We This quest, they, they go on it and kind of get a taste of what it might be like to go on a tech. Sure. Um, so we have those four times a year. Um, but all the events and that are online, but also there's a giving, a giving page online. So it's great or tech forward slash giving. Also you can text give to, I haven't memorized this yet. 217-993-8301. 
um, or we have a mailing address for checks. Um, it's Great River Tech, PO Box 5152, Quincy, Illinois, 62306. Perfect. Yeah. And I mean, what better way than to, to help teens encounter Christ, but also to build those relationships with, with the other kids that are kids, not kids, teens <laughs> that are there experiencing the same thing. So I think it's very, very important. And I love, uh, I love the cause. I love that you are speaking out for it and, and hoping to raise those funds so that you don't have to turn anyone away. Right. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you, Sam. And thank you, Emily. I appreciate it. And you'll have to come back on and talk more about that phone <laughs> because yeah. I think that's interesting and, and more people should definitely get involved in that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I think that does it for today's Daily Muddy. We'll catch you back here tomorrow for Club Muddy. Muddy River News. Our home. Our news.